Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about the Women's March, which happened this past weekend. And if you're like, what? Women's March? Oh yeah, is that still a thing? You're not the only one. I had completely forgotten this even existed until I saw that it was happening again on social media. But yeah, apparently it's still a thing. So in this video, we're going to be looking at what do these people even want? How do so many of them look ridiculous? And how no, they don't speak for all women. But first, I want to tell you guys about Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned and operated premium, small batch, roast-to-order coffee company for people who love America. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world and always roast to order their coffees for you after you place an order to ensure that you receive the freshest coffee available. All Black Rifle Coffee Company blends are available in whole bean and ground varieties and they also have many roasts available for purchase in single serve coffee rounds. The best way to enjoy this freedom filled coffee is with the Black Rifle Coffee Club. You choose the amount and the blends that you crave and they offer it to you at a special discounted price shipped free directly to your home or office every month. So wake up to America's coffee by going to blackriflecoffee.com slash Lauren. That's blackriflecoffee.com slash Lauren and enter the discount code Lauren to receive 20% off your first order of any coffee products, including Black Rifle Coffee Club. What I've always found curious about the Women's March is how ambitious they are with their branding. Other movements focus and define themselves based on specific well-defined issues like the marches for climate change awareness, the ones we've been seeing with Greta Thunberg speaking, those are about climate change. Extinction Rebellion, yeah, they're a bunch of dirty hippies by and large, but the message they've put forth with their name is clearly that they're rebelling against extinction caused by climate change, or the March for Life. That's against abortion, and the march for our lives was obviously about gun control. But when it comes to the women's march, it's always been a bit more ambiguous as to what it even is they're marching for? You might be inclined to say, oh, they're, you know, for women, duh, but that's just vague politician speak that really doesn't mean much. I want to know specifically, what does it mean when you say you're for women? I mean, the Women's March definitely isn't for all women. They've refused to partner with women who are pro-life, and this year, the Women's March in Portland, Maine seemed intent on getting their female senator, Susan Collins, out of office. Hey, hey, oh, oh. No, these people aren't just for women or for women in politics. They're actively trying to get some women out of politics, which, hey, is their prerogative, but at least be honest about it. So, okay, maybe you think then perhaps it's about feminism. But the thing is, feminism is not synonymous with women. If these people wanted to put on a feminist march, then they should call it that. And according to the Women's March's own site, defining the march as simply a feminist march would be wrong. Understandable, but apparently wrong. The Women's March lists their unity principles as ending violence, saying, we believe in accountability and justice in cases of police brutality and ending racial profiling and targeting of communities of color. They also, of course, want what they call reproductive rights. Oh, and by the way, they specifically want birth control for all people, regardless of income, location, or education, which I'm pretty sure means they want free birth control. They also say they support LGBTQIA rights, 
Then they say they support workers' rights, where they mention that all workers, including undocumented workers, must have the right to organize and fight for a living minimum wage. Okay, so they are pro-union and pro-minimum wage hikes. Got it. Then they broadly mention civil rights and disability rights, then immigrant rights, where they say that, quote, we believe in immigrant and refugee rights regardless of status or country of origin. We believe migration is a human right and that no human being is illegal. And they top it all off with some environmental justice. That's a lot of things to be about. And yes, I know it's not uncommon for NGOs to advocate for several related issues, but A, a lot of the issues they mention don't seem that related, and B, the Women's March, from what I can tell, isn't some fully-fledged lobbying group or think tank where they have different people working on different policy focuses. It really does seem like their whole thing is just built around marching, and that's a lot to cover for just marching. And if the organizers of the event seem a bit all over the place, the actual participants were on a whole other level. the patriarchy. Donald Trump, Mike Pence, white supremacy, racism, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, capitalism, classism, transphobia, ableism, Islamophobia, anti-Semitism, every kind of bigotry out there. Again, that's a lot of things to be upset about. And by the way, why can I with like 99% certainty, even without hearing her speak, already know her political opinions? Like, why do all of these people look the same? Seriously, the hair color, the glasses, it's uncanny. And I love how she hates Donald Trump and Mike Pence supposedly because they're these terrible sexists and she also hates the patriarchy. But then she says, F Islamophobia. And I know obviously Islam is a huge religion with different schools of thought and not every Muslim practices the same way, of course, but I feel like these feminists give a heck of a lot more leeway and benefit of the doubt to Islam than they do literally anything in the West. Also, she threw capitalism in there because why not, I guess, just all the far left talking points. And even though you'd be forgiven for thinking this was just some random red haired harpy, would it surprise you to know that this person is actually a journalist whose work has appeared in the Washington Post, the New York Times, and NBC? Because if there's one thing the mainstream media means nowadays, it's quality. I'm here in front of the White House. I am not here for polite protest because patriarchy is not polite. I am not here for quiet protest because patriarchy is not quiet. The patriarchy here in Washington, D.C. the patriarchy in Cairo, Egypt, where I'm from. the patriarchy across the world. the patriarchy in every time zone. And the patriarchy in every universe. To even mention the patriarchy in Washington, D.C. in the same sentence as the actual literal patriarchy in Egypt, that's just... I, do you think women don't have rights in America? Because they, they do. They have rights. And also during the march, there were protesters holding up a cage with a child doll in it, with a sign saying, cage the con, not the kids posted to it. These people didn't have anything to say about migrant policies or detentions under Barack Obama, and they're still relatively quiet about the human traffickers that use these children as props to get across the border. But sure, yeah, they, they super care. Very genuine point they're making. In terms of other theatrics, though, a bunch of marchers 
members also stopped by the Trump Hotel to do a performance of what I think is called A Rapist in Your Path. I, I don't know. I think it's like a performance art thing. Here it is. And still on the subject of political performance art, the Women's March also featured a line of drummers for reasons. I love how these people think they're living with some patriarchal, theocratic, authoritarian regime, but just a few weeks ago, they were bending over backwards to portray Iran as the good guys. And I don't know what it is about feminists, but have you ever noticed that they tend to treat protests and marches like pep rallies? Music, performances, cheers, costumes, very womanly methods of protest, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it is a pattern. We've got a lot more to cover, but I have a quick message for you from our sponsor, Ashford University. Flipping the calendar creates endless possibilities, and it all starts with earning your master's degree at Ashford University. Nowadays, it feels like everybody has a bachelor's degree. It's just not as impressive to have a four-year degree as it used to be, but having a master's could help you stand out from the crowd. Ashford University's online master's degree programs allow you to learn at your own pace. You can study wherever you're the most comfortable learning. And and Ashford University's six-week-long courses allow you to take one course at a time. Being enrolled in one class at Ashford means you are considered a full-time student. The GRE, GMAT, and other standardized test scores are not required for enrolling at Ashford University. And Ashford University is fully accredited by WASC Senior College and University Commission. Get ready to grab new opportunities. Start your master's degree today. Enroll now by going to ashford.edu slash lauren. That's ashford.edu slash lauren to start your master's degree today, ashford.edu slash Lauren. And then we have, and I know you guys were waiting for this, the signs people were holding. Oh, the signs. We had a lovely woman with a sign saying, I support men's rights to STFU. Much equality, very progress. This person says, equal rights, equal pay. We support the ERA. Literally already have those, but okay. And for sure, would it even be a feminist march without a white feminism equals white supremacy sign? I don't think so. Women will save us. <laughs> How? How are we going to save everyone if we're apparently not even capable of getting ourselves equal rights? And a huge theme at the protest, probably one of the biggest unifying themes, frankly, were signs with meaningless pieces of rhetoric or sayings on them. We are the granddaughters of the witches you could not burn. Nevertheless, she persisted. Against what? Apparently that didn't fit on the poster. Then there's this person's sign that says, I know, I know, I'm protesting again, I'm such a biatch. I feel like you don't really need a sign to say that you're protesting though, because people kind of got that from you being at the protest. They tried to bury us. They didn't know we're seeds. What is it with some women and random sayings? These type of people are exactly the reason why we have notebooks, pillowcases, coffee mugs, t-shirts with random crap written on it like live, laugh, love. And one of my personal favorite genres of signs were the ones saying that they had so many different things to be mad at, they couldn't even fit them on a poster. So they didn't even bother to list any actual 
specific ones. So much wrong, so little poster. No sign is big enough to list all the reasons I'm here. Well, that certainly saves yourself from actually having to articulate your grievances, doesn't it? Basically, what we can learn from all of this is that the Women's March is just a blanket march for left-wing causes. And I've got to say, as a woman, it sort of bothers me that these activists are co-opting an entire gender, my gender, to advocate for these far-left policies. Modern, far-left, third-wave feminism does not speak for all women. It certainly doesn't speak for me. The same way that Black Lives Matter doesn't speak for all black people, or how gyrating men in assless chaps on floats don't speak for all LGBT people. Stop trying to conflate immutable characteristics with political and social views. Not all women support you. Not all non-white people support you. Not all gay or trans people support you. And what's so ironic about these progressives always trying to do this, say, oh, you're this? Well, then you must have these views, is that believing all women, all blacks or gays or whatever it may be, think the same and want the same things, that's exactly the mentality that bigots have, which is no coincidence. Think about it. Ask anyone who genuinely is sexist why they hate women, and they'll say something like, oh, all women want is X, and they all think Y. What makes them wrong about women isn't that they've simply mischaracterized what all women want and what all women think. It's that they're not treating women as individuals, which is exactly what these organizers have done by proclaiming themselves spokesmen for all women. And guys, we're not even at the worst part of this yet. If you need more proof that as women, we should not let these people be speaking for us, then just take a look at this video. I don't care if you hate Trump, think he's the worst thing ever, or heck, even if you think he's a Russian asset, that video is still shocking, right? Regardless of your political beliefs, that should be recognized as solidly in the not okay range. And just so we're clear, the people to be outraged at over that video aren't the kids themselves. They're just kids. They don't really understand what they're saying. No, the people you should be outraged at are the parents who are clearly unaware of what types of conversations are and are not appropriate to have with kids. And not only are they bringing kids into politics when, by the sounds of it, they are way too young to actually understand politics, but they're also apparently teaching their children to be as insufferable, overly emotional, and vitriolic as they probably are. Does any sane person actually think their children are going to grow up to be kind, caring, and compassionate people if, from a young age, they're encouraged to name-call and swear at the people they don't like? I don't think so. This is the fourth year that the Women's March has happened, and frankly, I don't know of anything noteworthy it's managed to accomplish aside from, you know, drawing attention to its founder's anti-Semitism. Yeah, remember how that was a thing? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Heck, the Women's March is so politically irrelevant now that even the Washington Post acknowledges that no one really cares about it. The week before the march, Marissa Lang wrote, Quote, experts who follow protest movements said the group's own successes, putting more women on the front line of American politics, 
inspiring a new wave of progressive groups, encouraging an unprecedented number of women to run for office, have rendered the Women's March increasingly irrelevant. Others blame the failures on an organization that has struggled to find its purpose amid national controversies, financial mismanagement, accusations of anti-Semitism, and a reputation for being unwilling to play nice with others. Either way, the result is the same. Right after the election, it made sense for them to have this big march on Washington. But right now, nobody really wants another march on Washington, said Dana Fisher, a University of Maryland professor who studies protest movements. Nobody needs another pink hat. When the Washington Post, liberal hack democracy dies in darkness, Washington Post admits your organization is kind of irrelevant, you're irrelevant. That's pretty much all I have to say though, and as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Has the Women's March actually accomplished anything since it started, and if so, what? And do you think it's gonna keep going indefinitely into the future, or will interest in it eventually taper off completely? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.